You're listening to The Journey Podcast. In today's episode, we explore what happens when coaching meets mental health and a life of abundance and possibilities opens up. Hi, I'm Petra Brunbauer, and with decades of experience with sadness, pain, anxiety, and stress, I finally figured out how to leave all that behind. And this podcast shows you how to break free permanently so you can reclaim your sanity and find the self-esteem and energy to go after the life you desire. With real talk about mental health, holistic healing, and the tough journey of coming out the other end. This is The Journey Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. Today is part of International Stress Awareness Week, and for this special bonus episode, I dove into the world of coaching. Mostly, coaching is known to support entrepreneurs or athletes achieve their goals. Coaching means optimizing, pushing through, and breaking any limiting beliefs that may exist so clients can go further, earn more money, or perform better. And coaching is also a great tool for holistic healing. In this episode, coach Louise Cartwright explains how coaching is part of how she supports her clients in their holistic healing journey. Coaching can bring many positive mental and physical changes and can really affect every area of your life. It may also open up new perspectives and possibilities in life as old wounds are healed and limiting beliefs are broken down. Louise is a lover of working out, food, single malt whiskey, new experiences, and being her own boss. But it hasn't always been that way. She has suffered with severe postnatal depression, had two decades of eating disorders and body hating, been a divorced single parent on benefits and financially blacklisted. She is so grateful for every single experience because it gives her a personal canvas from which to help her clients achieve anything and everything they desire. Louise coaches parents to achieve their goals so that they can be a powerful role model for their children. She believes that the most powerful thing a parent can do for their children is to live their life fully so that they can teach their children to live in possibility and not programming. Having recognized the effect of her limited living on her children, she decided to make a change. Louise chose to become a single parent and went from being overweight, depressed, claiming benefits and in large amounts of debt, to a triathlete and business owner in a very happy and equal marriage. Being a role model is Louise's most important job as a parent, and she is blessed that her young adult children are open to coaching so they can implement the same systems she used to create change in her own life. Here's my interview with Louise Cartwright. Hi, Louise. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I'm excited to explore the world of coaching with you. It is so interesting how that relates to holistic healing and mental health. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Great. And to start off, do you want to share a little bit about yourself and how you got into this work? Yeah, absolutely. So it's been quite a long journey to get here. But basically, I suffered with mental health myself with quite severe postnatal depression. So this was 20 odd years ago now. 
it all started to change the minute I left the relationship and took myself back off to college and started doing things for me. And some years later, I ended up setting myself up in business as a personal trainer. But two things happened when I did that. Number one was that I realized that there was still a lot of anxiety creating thoughts that I had. And I suffered with my mental health quite a lot as I built that business up. And also, I realized when working with my clients, it wasn't the physical aspect of working out that it was the issue. It was the things that were going on in their head and their self-image. So over a period of time, I kind of closed that business down and went over to America in 2018 and did my coaching. I became an NLP coach as well. And it was really only then that I understood that my thoughts weren't who I was. I didn't have to keep them. I could change them. And that experience of becoming a coach and doing my NLP as well completely transformed the way I looked at my own head and my own thinking. And I've been coaching ever since. Wow, that's fantastic. And so you touch a little bit about going to America and doing the NLP coaching. And how would you say that coaching in general changed your life? Were there any specific things that you noticed on how that affected you? For sure, yes. I did the NLP in 2017. And that changed everything for me because I started to see that my emotions and my thoughts were literally just being created by how I was filtering information that I was receiving. And that my brain was literally like a computer and what was being churned out wasn't actually a reality or a fact. It was just something that was being filtered through these file boxes that we have and I was just churning out information that fitted the model of the world that I had so that was the first time when I started to realize that I had so much more power over my mind and therefore emotions than I thought but when I went out and did the coaching in 2018 the biggest thing that changed for me and still continues to be the thing that I love most today is the power of understanding questions, questions that we use with other people, but the questions that we use within ourselves to seek out resourceful answers and answers that put us in a better emotional state. We're not taught at school how to think, we're taught how to learn, and we're certainly not taught how to communicate, we're just taught how to speak and how to listen. So putting those two things together, I came away after five days of coaching for 10 hours a day literally felt like a completely different person. Like I had this whole toolbox in front of me now that would help me to guide my thinking and to create a reality that I wanted rather than how do I manage in the reality that I've got? I didn't want to stay there anymore. I wanted to not manage. I wanted to actually create a reality. And those tools that I'd got from the NLP and from the coaching have given me that over and again. Mm -hmm. That sounds fantastic. And what would you say makes coaching such a powerful tool to help with mental health issues like sadness, anxiety and stress, which you experienced as well? Yeah, and I think that's why I love it so much, because I can look back and reflect on now I can look back and say, what was it about those times in my life when I struggled so badly? And I can see now that there was a lot of feelings and beliefs that I had about myself that made me feel that my options were limited. I stayed in situations in relationships that were unhealthy. And I didn't at that time know how to think differently about that. I didn't even know it was a thought process. I thought it was, this is the circumstance. I'm stuck here and I need to wait for it to sort itself out. So for me, when it comes to, and just, you know, on a side note, like I have, my eldest daughter is 22 and she's she suffers with very high levels of anxiety and she has suffered with depression. And I've been coaching her and she's made phenomenal progress because she too didn't understand that these powerful emotions that she felt came from a thought that she was having and that she had the ability to change that thought. So when it comes to dealing with emotions, 
all of our emotions are coming from a thought that we keep having. And whilst it might seem in that moment that we can't think something different, and I totally get how hard that is to do that, we can teach ourselves how to do that. Coaching allows you to ask better questions that creates opportunities and outcomes versus replaying these thought processes that keep us stuck in a situation that we're in. It allows us to take personal responsibility. It puts us in the driver's seat of how we choose to take action today. And if that action is like the tiniest thing, it's still an action. And we can start to reprogram our mind and our thinking so that we've always got something at our disposal. We don't have to stay in these places of lower energy for as long as we used to. So it's a process and it's a process that will last you a lifetime. Wow, that is some very powerful insight. And I'm very glad that you shared that with us. Now, who do you usually work with? And and what can make coaching challenging when you work with your clients? I can make challenging coaching. <laughs> and and I'll tell you why. And I really rebelled against this. When I first worked with my the first coach and did my initial training, he said, like, one of the things he taught us was that you're paid to push. You're not there to be somebody's friend. Their friends will have conversations with them that will say, oh, you're, you're doing okay. Stay where you are. Whereas as a coach, we're not paid to do that. We are paid to challenge the conversations that you're having with yourself. So in the past, I've worked a lot with small business owners, mainly women who have decided to set up a business for themselves. But what's getting in the way of them and the financial success that they want is the thoughts that they keep having and managing their time around their other commitments like with their family and also the thoughts that they have about themselves and money. Over the last year or so since I lost my dad, I've transitioned into life coaching parents because what I've come to realize is if I can coach parents to achieve their goals, they then make sure they're a powerful role model for their children and they break that cycle of programming. So they teach their children to live in great possibility rather than in limitation of generational programming. So what makes it challenging really is the fact that you have to be willing to understand that a coach is only there as your conduit, as your facilitator. They are there to hold up a mirror to you, to ask the questions that you wouldn't know how to, or maybe wouldn't be willing to ask yourself. And they're going to be there to encourage you to commit to certain actions so that you know that every single step in the way, you're in the driver's seat. Like We're not here to heal you. We're here to just provide a space for you to do your own healing and your own growing. And that's the biggest challenge because people don't tend to have as much belief in themselves as they need. But that's part of coaching as well, right? We help them to develop that belief set so that they can take the action they need to create the life that they want to live. And that's actually really important as well. What you're touching on there is that personal responsibility to be ready for that change, because very often it's much easier to not look at that and to just accept what's going on because change is is difficult and it can bring up all sorts of emotions on Mm -hmm. its own. I could imagine that people definitely feel triggered and they feel fear when they're working with a coach. And that's something to work through as well. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm in a coaching program now. And I can tell you like hands down that even us coaches, we're still experiencing this for ourselves on a daily basis. But we've taught ourselves and we continue to teach ourselves to practice clean thinking. Because when you clean up your thinking, it helps you to master your emotions and to master your energetic frequency. So it's not something that you ever necessarily completely get over because as you go for new challenges, as you up level your thinking, you're going to put yourself out in the world to achieve greater things. And so you're going to kind of recycle the thought process. But now you've got a higher level of self-awareness and a higher level of courage and also the belief in yourself that you can make this happen. And just touching on what you said there about 
the fear of change. I don't know if I've shared this with you before, but there, I remember hearing a story about a man walking through town and hearing a dog crying. And he passes the dog laying on a veranda with his owner. And he says, why is your dog crying? And the owner says, because he's on a nail. And the owner says, well, and he says, so he says, well, why doesn't he get off? And he said, because it's not painful enough yet. And mm-hmm. that tends to be what happens for us is we're in the pain of the discomfort of our situation. But at the moment, the pain of change is even greater. So we'll just keep sitting on the nail. And so yeah. we can't sit on the nail any longer. My thing is I want to get to people before they have to get off the nail. I want to help them off it because the sooner we can take that personal responsibility, the sooner we realize just how much courage we do have and how much we are capable of. Yes, absolutely. And again, this is something that nobody can do for you. You can coach them and you can guide them, but there's not something that you can do for someone. So there is that bit in there that at some point you will need to decide that you're going to go for that change and you're going to go for the coaching. So that's another really important thing that you talked about. Yeah. Now, you also have some self-coaching cards available for download on your website. How can our listeners use those and how can they help? So like I spoke to before, I was blown away when I started coaching about like just asking questions. Then I was like early 40s. How did I get to early 40s and not understand the power of the question? So if I was like that, and I'd been in the personal development realm for a long time, then I know there's a lot of other people that don't yet understand. So I wanted to create something which helped people to start accessing coaching immediately without having to pay for it. And so they could start to understand. So I created the self coaching card deck and just kind of came up with 30 questions that I knew would help them to access a different way of thinking and the way I encourage people to use it is very much on an intuition base so I recommend they download them right to their phone and either in the morning when they're journaling or maybe they're just going out for a walk or they're going to do a walking meditation or whatever it looks like for them just to scroll through and whatever question that comes up like let your mind go with that answer it see what comes up see if you can relate it to a particular situation in your life right now The other way that you can do that is if there is something that you're struggling with to do the same thing. You could go through every card. You do a card a day. You could scroll through and just let it land. And then to support that, there are 30 kind of confirmation statements. So these are helping to develop courage, helping to develop clarity, helping to develop that self-belief. As an intuitive coach, part of my work is really helping people to remember their innate power. So these coaching cards are all about helping you to reconnect with that. And you can download those right from my website. Fantastic. And we will talk a little bit later about how people can find you. Mm -hmm. Do you have one more question I would like to ask you? And that's around the timing of coaching. Mm -hmm. For people who are listening, they may be wondering, because you spoke before about how you took quite a bit of coaching and coaching training. And what can people expect if they start working with a coach? How long before this starts working or how long before they see results? Or is that a very individual thing? Goodness, that is a fantastic question. So thank you for that. So one of the things I say to my clients is that literally you're choosing your own timeline. I'll give you an example. So I was working with a client recently and one of the things we were working on was that she really wanted to take control back of her body image and her weight and her health. And she happened to mention as well that she loved tacos or nachos or whatever and you didn't want to give them up and I was like well what makes you think you have to give them up and it's just that society says you've got to eat this way you've got to do it that way so I said so what if you could lose weight and eat tacos so she said I love that idea so I said okay so what might it look like for you I said as an example if you're eating them seven days a week right now you could come down to five and you will lose weight or you could cut down to two I gave her the option to say like how quickly do you want to progress 
Mm-hmm. So the progression is going to come from really not just the action that you take, but the energy that you choose to have. Because we all know a lot of people in this world who work really, really hard and put a lot of energy into to everything that they do, but they don't seem to get very far because our, our energy, our frequency behind that, our intention is far more powerful. So I work with all new clients in the first instance on a six month basis. Now, that's result-orientated. So whatever result they want, we know we're going to get there in six months. However, some clients will get there in three. And Mm -hmm. what we do in those following three months is one of two things. We either say, look, clearly, you know what you want and where you're going. We can go to another level in the next three months. Or I help them in that three months to really anchor into that new self-identity so that the results are sustainable. One thing I never want to teach people is like, let's go really, 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 really quick. Because if that hasn't landed as a new identity for them, they will revert back. So that six months gives them a chance to properly embed that. So Mm -hmm. as far as time goes, like you could change your life in six months if you do the work. Some clients will take six months just to work through the thoughts that they're having that are creating the outcome they've got. And they might not see a lot of results in their physical reality, but inside themselves, they feel like a completely different person. And for me, that's the best result ever. If someone was working specifically towards a goal, again, it comes to the amount of action that they put in to that specific goal over a period of time. I truly believe that you can kind of like change your life in six months if, if mm. you put all the energy in. And I'm very keen to kind of say to clients, make sure that at the very beginning, they have some idea of what kind of progress they want to make so that every couple of weeks we can check in. Are you making progress at the rate that you desire? If not, what's going on? Let's discuss that. And that's how the coaching progresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. That's very individual and people can go as fast Mm -hmm. or as slow as they feel it works for them. That's fantastic. Yeah. And I was also wondering if there are some listeners that might be hesitant or a bit scared to start working with a coach because, you know, the truth is things are going to come up and they're going to have to face maybe some uncomfortable things that they've been putting aside. Mm -hmm, (laughs) So definitely. Do you have some words of wisdom for people who'd like to start working with a coach, but they're just a little bit afraid? Oh my goodness, what another lovely question. I think really pick up on the energy of a coach that you're going to be working with. Like some coaches will do free consultations like I do, some won't. They'll just like, this is what I do, come buy from me. I think it's really worth going in with knowing that no coach is there to purposely make you feel uncomfortable. We're not therapists, so we're not digging to try to kind of find, go back to your past and find something you haven't dealt with yet. Like that's not our role. If that comes up, like, so for me, I'm working with somebody now that has had quite a traumatic childhood and we see some of the safety beliefs that she developed then playing out now. We don't go in depth with those conversations. We're aware of them, but we immediately go to, so what's resourceful now? From my perspective, I would be much more appreciative if a client came to me and said, like, this is what I'm scared of, because I would talk them through that on the consultation call, that it's perfectly okay to be scared. It's perfectly okay to feel challenged, but at no point, I would hope you've got the right coach, at no point is your coach purposely trying to make you feel uncomfortable. It is all just part of the process. And it's almost like, like I get pictures. I think I said this to you before. Like I get pictures when I'm working with clients in my head, pictures and messages. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they're showing me a picture of like a little girl with a teddy bear. And we're not trying to take your teddy bear away. But what we're saying is like, you don't need to carry it everywhere. That's the picture that they're giving me. So that message is, we're letting you know it's okay to kind of just drop that thing and to be vulnerable for a little while. And you're okay to be scared and to cry and to be angry. Like that's a big one that comes up when you challenge a client about our belief. And all of those emotions are perfectly acceptable and perfectly normal. Like I still have them when I'm getting coached. 
one of my mentors has a statement and he, and he says, honor the struggle. And that's something that I encourage my coaching clients to live by. Like expect it to be a challenge, expect it to be hard and to feel huge amounts of discomfort, but also know it is the most powerful gift you will ever give yourself. Mm, those are some really wise words. Thank you for that. No problem. And could you go over some of your programs and services so listeners can get a feel for how they could connect with you in their own healing journey? Absolutely. So at the moment, I only focus on working with clients one to one. So I work, like I said at the beginning, I work with them over a period of six months. And that's just purely because I know the power of having that person in your corner every week who will be your cheerleader, but they won't take on like what you say as truth. Like that's because it's not my job to do that. My job is to make sure that you keep moving forward and that you're not playing out old stories. To do that, like it's literally just get, let's get on a free consultation call. Let's see where you're at, where you want to go and what kind of prescription you need to get you from one place to another. Like what do we need to do together to bridge that gap? Mm-hmm. All right. So it's a very individually tailored service that you offer. I like that. And I'm very sure that people could try that out for their healing journey and work with you directly. Absolutely. And like I say, if people aren't ready, the coaching cards do offer that just that like we insight into, okay, so what does she mean? Like questions can change everything. Once you've started doing coaching and you've started being asked these questions on a regular basis, you literally can't go back to thinking how you thought before because... Mm -hmm. A lot of clients will say to me, like, I think something, I do something and I hear your voice in my head. And for me, I like that because it means that they're listening. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, that's perfect. Well, thank you so much for giving the details to our listeners. And Louise also has her own podcast called Your Rich Life. Mm -hmm. And you can listen in from your favorite podcast provider. And we will be linking to all of Louise's offerings in the show notes as well. So be sure to check those out for the details on how to connect with her. Well, this has been another incredible episode and I hope our listeners have enjoyed the journey into coaching and how it can help with your mental health journey. It has been fantastic chatting with you on the podcast, Louise. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Petra. It's been a pleasure to be here. Thanks. Take care, Louise. Bye-bye now. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in. If you enjoy the Journey podcast, please subscribe, share on social media and leave us a review. And be sure to get your copy of our brand new ebook called Break Free. Sending you love and courage and see you next week. Until then, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and the Journey blog.